Judy, Judy, Judy. And what are the five best movies for the Sukkot Feast of Tabernacles week? Hi, I'm Paul Bass. Thank you for joining me. This is basically the deal on movies, where I talk about movie reviews from a Christian family perspective, as well as offering up my commentary on movies and popular culture. So, I saw Judy, and let me tell you what, I thought the movie was fantastic. Um, I am interested in, I'm kind of a student of Hollywood history of late, and I really, really wanted to see this as soon as I saw the preview, and there it was. Uh, I was the only one in the theater. I saw it on the second weekend, so it wasn't opening weekend, but you'd think some buzz may have happened. However, competing with all of the usual fare that people go for, uh, well, on a Friday night, I was the only one. But that's okay, because I like it when I get the theater all to myself. So there I was watching this movie and I was just blown away. It was so sad and I did a little bit of research afterwards and looking at the parts that are sort of made and I actually kind of enjoy watching biographies for that fact because I like to see if I can catch what is sort of Hollywoodizing for a movie and so I'm looking at it and saying okay and some of the sequences that they used and things like that they were kind of kind of flipped around and things to I guess to make the script a little uh, more flowing and things like that but this was a five-week period of time for Judy Garland and uh, later much later in her life which was too young her she died at age 47 and this was right before that period sadly and and you know what i liked about the movie i liked so much about the movie but what i liked about the movie was the way that they ended the movie and i'm not gonna ruin it for you but i just thought it was perfect perfect the way they did that so i can't say enough about this movie so judy garland is looking like she's down on her luck so to speak and she's taking her daughter and son with her for little appearances to do a little song and dance and making not enough money to pay the bills she ends up having to take a job doing shows at a theater in london where it's supposed to be a really good gig and unfortunately from her uh, just from her years of sad sad uh, substances that were pushed on her from a little child uh, she just struggles through all five weeks of this this time and and you just it's it's that train wreck and it actually i believe there was an article written by one of the critics of the time when that was going on that even cons that even called it a train wreck we kind of use that a lot nowadays we call things a train wreck but this was it and, and you and so it was painful to watch but it was for a movie it was amazing i'd like to see the play now that uh, i see how well they did with the movie i want to see what's different about the play as well so i give 
Judy, my recommendations. It also was very classy in the way they filmed relationships and some of the substance abuse type situations. They did not get explicit and there was language especially when she kind of went off on stage and has little her little breakdowns but overall it was very classy and was very discreet in the way that they portrayed very sensitive very rough and raw subjects so judy gets my thumbs up if you will for not for family friendly but for the adult who wants to go and i'll tell you what i ended up with such a sad you know i just felt so bad for her and for her family but it, there's something about watching that type of thing that kind of centers yourself i don't know if that happens with you but i certainly do i watch it and and i just you know i say but for the grace of God, there go I. So I say that I can pull things from that, but I would not take a, uh, a child with me to that movie. It's definitely uh, a one or maybe a mom and dad to go see. It's definitely for a more mature crowd. All right, so, and now, I have for you my top five list. I've been reading, and I'm trying to tie in these holidays throughout the year. And especially if you know me from my blog, paulbass.net, you'll know that I am one who celebrates the feasts, the feasts that are in the Bible. I don't think that uh, we needed to do away with them, and I certainly don't think we should have replaced them. Speaking as a Christian, I don't think we should have replaced them with other holidays when these are the ones that God gave us. So if you ever want to talk about that that's fine but that's sort of another subject but I do like to bring that in when watching movies and so I did my little research and I decided to give these recommendations to you top five okay number five Red Dawn 1984 okay and there's actually two reasons okay one reason hey you've got to give me this this is the Feast of Booths. Feast of Tabernacles is also called the Feast of Booths. And it, it, uh, it is a time where we remember the children of Israel living in booths in the wilderness. And so we got two things on this movie. Red Dawn 1984 edition with Patrick Swayze and Powers Booth. Okay, Booth, Booths, all right? So there is your theme. Plus, it is... Here are the the children who are trying to uh, to keep away from the marauders, keep away from the invaders, and they are having to live in the wilderness. So I think it has I think it gets two points for a movie for watching during the Feast of Tabernacles. The second one, number two, did I start at five or did I start at one? Okay, I'm just going to go to two. Number one was Red Dawn. Number two, Plymouth Adventure, 1952. That is a movie starring Spencer Tracy, and if you couldn't tell, it is about the pilgrims. It's about the pilgrims and their journey and their struggles and, of course, Thanksgiving. And why would I include a Thanksgiving movie during the Feast of Tabernacles? Well, little known to many people, but known to some, is that the pilgrims were celebrating 
the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a harvest festival, and they were celebrating their biblical, their version of that, and it was not during November, it was when they had the fall harvest earlier on, and it was around the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. So, that is why Plymouth Adventure gets number two. Now, number three, the Star of Bethlehem. Oh, man, Paul, you're really stretching here. You're going for a Christmas movie on Thanksgiving? Well, here's the thing. I'm not talking about Christmas. I am talking about the birth of Jesus, the birth of Yeshua the Messiah, which happened in the fall. And it happened, and you actually can do the the math when you talk about John the Baptist and when he was born, etc., etc., and you see that the Messiah was actually conceived around the time of Hanukkah and born around the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. And our Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, the one who came to earth and tabernacled, dwelled among us, is the one who, when he was born as flesh he and his family were there in a temporary dwelling a booth if you will so there they were in a suit coat and we celebrate this i don't i don't know if it was a literal suit coat in the way that we build suit coats in remembrance of the holiday now but it was a temporary dwelling. And if you look at the creches or manger scenes that you see, the little ones that you can buy at the dollar store on up to, uh, who knows, like Target or whatever, uh, they look very much like a Sukkot. They are a temporary dwelling. And that was a temporary dwelling for him because we know that after that, they, they moved on. I kind of have a personal belief that he was born in a stall and then moved into you know a temporary dwelling again from there and then of course when we know when he was a child and the wise men saw him he was in a home they were in a house okay so now we are at number four which is the grapes of wrath or just simply grapes of wrath uh, the steinbeck novel made into a movie in 1940 starring henry fonda and why did i choose this because when I see the people, and even when I read about the people who dealt with that horrendous, horrendous event we know as the Dust Bowl, and we have people who were just wandering and trying to find a, a safer place and a better place, and they were destitute, and I think of, as they were in the wilderness, I think of the children of Israel dwelling in the wilderness, moving out in mass, and going on to a better place. Grapes of Wrath, 1940, Henry Fonda. All right, and number five for the five movies to watch, the five best movies to watch, according to Paul Bass, for The Feast of Tabernacles is Defiance, 2008. This is um, an amazing movie. And again, this one is probably not for the children because of the depiction of... World War II, but this is such an inspiring true story, and the lead actor is Daniel Craig, known to some as 007, uh, James Bond, but this was, I believe, before any of that, but maybe it was kind of in between a couple of them, 
but he was uh, leading a group of resistance Jewish people who were hiding out from the Nazis who successfully hid out and many more would join them and then of course they had to deal with uh, picking up and moving to the next location if they were found and of course in times they had to fight for their survival they were there in the wilderness not knowing where their water was going to come from not knowing where their food was coming from but somehow they survived through it all and that reminds me of the plight of the Jewish people with Moses and the children of Israel as they survived for 40 years in the wilderness and God provided them with manna from heaven. So a beautiful movie, inspiring movie, uh, surrounding a horrid, horrid time that we know as World War II around that time. And let me tell you, any of these movies will inspire you but uh, as far as the family is concerned, I would stick with the Star of Bethlehem and the Plymouth Adventure. And the other ones are more inspiring for adults. Okay? Well, thank you so much. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much. I think my they're going to be around 15 minutes now. Not going to go 30 minutes, but um, I don't have a co-host anymore. And I'm just going to keep going on because I love movies and I love on Mondays to just put out some what I call Movie Monday on my blog. Thank you. I want to know what your thoughts are. Do you have any suggestions for movies? Maybe it's a Powers Booth movie. Maybe it's a movie about shelter or something that has to do with tabernacles. Or maybe there's an instructional film about the Feast of Tabernacles. Let me know. Or there's a movie maybe where there that's a part of the plot inside the movie. But make sure you go to my website and comment in the section below the blog post for five best Sukkot movies. All right. Thank you so much. I'm Paul Bass. Thank you so much for listening to basically the deal on movies where I talk about movies from a Christian perspective. Have a blessed week and I'll talk to you next week.